So I, I think of the way, you know, Virgin came into the airline market and said, this isn't just about getting you from A to B, it's making sure you're, you enjoy the process of getting there. Yeah. Mm. They're not treated like a dummy because, you know, we're geeks that are building the internet for them. And <laughs> I'm not saying that anybody in the market is like that, but it's just making it easy. So, you know, my mum and dad get it. Yeah. And they don't think they have to get, you know, my cousin who loves computers in to work it out for them. Hi, and welcome to episode 59 or episode 8 of season 2 of Be The Drop, a weekly podcast that investigates how to unlock your brand story to supercharge your business. I'm Amelia Veal, small business owner and storytelling superhero. Here at Narrative Marketing, we absolutely believe in the power of telling stories, not only to learn and connect, but also to build business relationships and drive sales. My guest this week, Sasha Baranakov, is an expert in storytelling to build trust. Co-founder and CEO of Unity Wireless, she knows that stories are a powerful way to convey technical information and simplify it into relatable terms. When bringing a new product to market, she advocates for telling the story of how it will improve your customers' lives. Unity's product is Superfast Internet. Described by Sasha as like fibre through the air, it meets a huge customer demand despite the competitive marketplace. And the business has seen rapid growth as a result. In just four years, Unity has gone from a mere concept to a stable business with employees in two states and further plans to expand nationally next year. In today's episode of Be The Drop, we chat storytelling to build trust, the constant learning of business, and Sasha reveals the key to making sales and resolving disputes. This is Sasha's version of Be The Drop. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Sasha, in our next episode of Be The Drop. Thanks for having me. It's an absolute pleasure to be here at Unity, and we're going to talk all things internet, wireless. Mm -hmm. I won't use the lingo because I'm already not quite right. So how about we use that as a lead-in? I know Mm -hmm. you've got two items of significance to explain to us. Yes. The first one can't be in the room, Mm. but we can see a reflection. Well, now across to that. (laughs) (laughs) We have a, a set of towers uh, around a region that connect into fiber from that tower we transmit and beam the internet to the receiver on the customer's roof fantastic Mm. so each customer gets their own receiver is that Mm -hmm. how it works exactly so i describe it like fiber through the air yeah yeah all sorts of things pinging around and so then that leads on to your second um, item of significance Mm -hmm. and so you know that's the impact of what this super fast internet is actually providing for your customers it's always really rewarding to see people uh, posting their uh, experiences about the product um, on our communities and and how we've really helped to change their business or their day-to-day life because internet is a is a real enabler these days. Where did the idea for Unity come from and mm. why, you know, sort of why go into internet, which I would assume is a highly competitive marketplace? Mm. One night, um, Che, the other co-founder and myself were on a walk and I was trying to transfer money using a mobile ba- banking platform um, and it just wouldn't work. And the, the, 
the connection I was roaming on was just, you know, so, so slow. So we were like, wouldn't it be great if you could find uh, a way to have Wi-Fi everywhere so you could roam and you could do things on the go really quickly? And we found that there were a number of companies overseas that were delivering broadband wirelessly as a fixed solution to premises. So, um, you know, coming from that angle, we built up a model and, and saw that with scale, it was really profitable. So we could put much more investment back into customer service. Now, you mentioned it being a competitive industry. Yes, but there is still a lot of need for the customer in terms of performance and mm -hmm. customer service. So there were a couple of things that we identified that the industry could be doing better and the product that we've come out with delivers that. Yeah, fantastic. So from that point, and I love that you explain it via story. I'm a passionate mm. <laughs> storyteller. Yeah. So I, I think that's really great because obviously it's relatable and you know, from that first experience mm. you know of your own frustration and limitation and not being able to achieve something mm. you've gone on to build this business what, what's the timeline of that journey we started researching things across 2012 2013 put a business plan together secured our seed investment in 2013 um, from there we've we launched the business in the Adelaide market um, and it was start of this year that we launched into Melbourne in earnest and so now we're in Melbourne and Adelaide um, and growing quite rapidly with the idea to expand uh, next year nationally through the other states. Wow mm. so that's a pretty rapid growth. Yeah so it's important that we have people on the ground that get the business um, and can deliver what we need to. It is an infrastructure business so that is a requirement. Um, it's Culture is really important to us as well. So we'll have a number of our key staff uh, in each state or at least moving between um, the offices to m make sure we're maintaining that same mm. culture and, and vision that the head office has as well. That um, humour and um, personality sort of creeps into everything we do um, in terms of systems, the way we speak to each other, and just setting up the, each space so that it's got a similar feel is important because I think when you come to work every day, you really want to enjoy the space you're working in mm. and not be in a grey box. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> well, and colour is obviously, it's interesting because you use yeah. humour and a bit of fun, and mm. I think your brand colouring really represents that. You've got yeah. a lot of vibrancy yeah. in that. and. Just in the background, I can hear fun. Mm. So it's, it, it is obviously yeah. something that filters through. Yes. And is that something you've done very deliberately to filter through to the communications for your customers? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's really about that brand. And yeah. so I, I think of the way, you know, Virgin came into the airline market and said, this isn't just about getting you from A to B. It's making sure you you enjoy the process of getting there. Yeah. They're not treated like a dummy because, you know, we're geeks that are, building the internet for them and I'm not saying that anybody in the market is like that but it's just making it easy so you know my mum and dad get it yeah and they don't think they have to get you know my cousin who loves computers in to work it out for them yeah so you mentioned very early on when you were referencing the Facebook um, you mentioned your community 
Mm. So is that a really important aspect of, of mm. delivering service is to build a community? We, we found that there are communities out there in such need that they're contacting us. Mm. Um, so we've got councils or residential associations that come and say, we've tried everything to get better internet, but nobody's listening, can you help? And so we've, we've um, engaged programs where we say to them, yes, we can, but we need to be able to launch sustainably in your area. So we need a, a certain level of pre-registrations to get a launch underway so that when we go there, our business is solid and we can really deliver to your region. So mm. they actually get underway themselves and they, they market to their region and they bring people to the table so that we then go and launch there. So mm. it's really that community spirit. And, and that's really, that's quite unique to then go, you've got the, the consumer mm. driving yep. your product before it's even yeah. there. What sort of examples have you received of where that's really made an impact? Yeah, so I can think of a few. Um, there was There's a, a lady who has a separated family and um, she's she didn't have any internet of any decent sort and her son couldn't live with her because of that. So he was with basically with his dad full time because he couldn't do his homework, he couldn't do anything he needed to, to do at school. So um, she actually rallied her whole street, like went and letterboxed and door knocked <laughs> um, because we, we just needed uh, you know, a certain level of uptake in that area to launch a new cell uh, site. Um, to service her area and she did it. She got all these people together that meant that we could viably launch in that area and it then meant that her son could come home. And so are you really using those stories and yep. sharing those stories to, you know, as part of your marketing to help, you know, educate and motivate and inspire yeah. other people to come yeah, on board? Yeah, exactly. I think it's important. You always trust another consumer or your friend or your family um, somebody who's experienced it and has been through something you can relate to rather than the company going, yeah, we're great, we're really fast. Um, so it's that trust factor. So mm. we do like to let our customers do the talking for us um, and share their stories in any of our ads and or, or on, online content um, so people get to see what, what we actually do yeah. in a practical sense. Yeah, and is that really important, particularly when you're going into a new market? So mm. when you went from Adelaide to Melbourne, yeah. you know, is it the sharing of stories that helps? It is, and then it's those first few that connect and then share those stories with their networks. So for that, we, we actually really love to reward our current customers and we set up a um, referral program so that, you know, by nature, we have people that refer um, new business so we, we thought what better you know mechanism to attract um, their networks to join unity than give them and their um, ref referee uh, a benefit for coming on board. So what platforms are you using to then communicate have you got one sort of platform that works over another or is it a mix? Most channels so radio TV um, to generate that brand awareness um, social is that great space where it's interactive so people get to share the um, standard approaches if you see something in multiple places it you know brings it to mind when you're ready to you know make that decision yeah yeah and so for you and Shay on this business development experience mm. you know what 
like what's that been like how what skill set have you come from to be able to go oh suddenly we've got a business with you mm. know how many staff around australia mm. like yeah how has that journey been it's it's been good tay and i are intrinsically um curious people um we're builders we like creating things uh, and problem solvers so um at the same time, we're not perfect at everything, so it is a journey. Um, and there's some things coming up ahead of us with the national rollout that we're really excited about, that you know, territory we've not covered yet. Yeah. But we're bringing on more people and a you know, bigger team. We've got some really great advisors behind us that can back us in, so uh, that's really exciting. Yeah, and so is that something that's been really important? Having is it are they mentors or their mm. advisors or sort of a mix? Yeah, of both? mix of it all. Yeah, so yeah. people that have been there, done that. They've they've had fast growth journeys themselves, um, and I think that's really important to have that support. And what do you think is the most important thing when you're juggling these different priorities and as you're trying to roll out and manage the business and manage mm. your internal culture and mm. and roll these things out? You know. As a rapid, you know, growth yeah. company, what is the most important thing that helps you maintain that? Having the right people to execute that, um, making sure we are a connected unit, that we're all on this in the same mindset. Um, we have a Monday morning huddle with the with the group. Um, the teams have their catch ups, um, and we also try to have regular, be it monthly or quarterly events that brings everyone together in a social sense because yeah. that's breaking down that barrier of the professional with the more um, personal and connecting people connecting with people in the team on a different level yeah and really building that the strength and yeah unity. so people understand people because you may work in one team here and here but you may not have the opportunity to connect with each other personally and how we do that now is different to how we did it before yeah so so yeah. it's a constant like sound you know like what you're talking about really is a constant evolution yeah and so people need to be okay with change here yeah 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 i'd say <laughs> we're, two, we're yeah. talking two years and it's a big difference yes yeah. from moving out from home and then mm. yeah mm. So, Roller coaster. <laughs> Strapped in. Is that one of the key things when you're interviewing people? Be, be okay with rollercoasters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Well, thank you so much for sharing mm. your insights with us today. Maurice. In conclusion, though, mm. can you share with me your number one, which is your be the drop tip, which is your mm. communication tip? So I guess my piece of advice that I don't always do perfectly, um, but I try and keep in mind is to put yourself in your colleagues your families your customers your suppliers shoes so that you see things from their perspective i think that's important with customers and and sales um, so that you can understand where they're coming from so that it's it's not all about your needs mm. yeah yeah it's so a really make it that two-way yeah understand where they're coming from even in a um dispute why are they taking that approach? Is there something you can think of that will help you find middle ground? Yeah, um, yeah. And I think that's I think it's fabulous advice. And you mentioned earlier the importance of trust and, and building mm. relationships, and really yeah. the ability to put yourselves in someone else's shoes is yeah. going to greatly help with that. Yeah, fantastic. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> Thanks for joining me for another episode of Be the Drop. 
Don't forget to subscribe in order to ensure you never miss one of our weekly episodes. Be The Drop is produced by Narrative Marketing, where we believe that stories connect individuals and that powerful storytelling can positively impact the world. It is our mission to help unlock the power of story through this podcast and the range of products and services that we offer. To unleash your storytelling superpower, visit narrativemarketing.com.au or check out our social links in the show notes. To get in touch with any specific comments, you can email me via amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au. And don't forget that whilst a task or challenge may seem overwhelming, a waterfall begins with one drop and look what comes from that. Until next time.